Welcome to Life is a Metaphor mini podcast, where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer. I always find myself particularly fond of any metaphor that plays with external relationships, relationships that you have with other people, and then points them back to the relationship that you have with yourself and how both of them kind of work the same way. Not that they're the same, although I've heard people use that metaphor too, um, that your relationship with others is the same or reflective of the relationship you have with yourself, but not even just that, but also our understanding of how relationships with other people work. Like, hey, you got to spend quality time with the people that you care about or else you're not going to have that closeness that you're wanting. Yep. Same with itself, right? I mean, like it works the same way with the self. But I like these metaphors so much because they always particularly shed extra light, I think. I don't know. I think it's probably because we don't get something. (laughs) Uh, Something seems a little too abstract about our relationship to ourself. And so we just don't see it as the same as our relationship with others. Yet it really is. It like actually is that simple. I mean, we think, oh, how do I spend quality time with myself? That's weird. I'm always with myself. I mean, how do you spend quality time with yourself? It's like, well, you know, it's not really any different. You like find something that would seem really satisfying to you. Just like if you were to spend quality time with someone else, you know, you find something that sounds really satisfying to do together. Um, So anyways, that's not even the metaphor I wanted to talk about. Um, I was just saying I'm particularly fond of those metaphors that take the self and the relationship with others and like have them reflect back on each other because I think they're really good ones. And in this case, um, self-love was the topic or self-love is this thing that I think a lot of people, you know, it's words of wisdom that get repeated now where it's like, well, you got to have self-love or you got to work on self-love. Well, your self-love must be lacking and, you know, um, love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. And it's like really easy to just sort of blast out as a piece of advice or a mantra, but it gets a little tired and overplayed and not described very well. Like that's one problem with it. But the other thing is sometimes it feels like beating your head against the wall. We were like, gosh, you're just making me feel like worse about myself because I don't love myself enough. Like, how is that contributing to my self-love? And I heard uh, two different things, or one was a conversation I heard. Another one was a conversation I participated in. Two different things that were both um, about self-love and making it more clear, both involving relationship metaphors. Um, And so anyway, just wanted to share and explore some more with those. Um, One of them was about um, the singleness, right? Because this is a very common thing. It's like if you're a single person or not in a relationship or wanting a different relationship or even just having problems um, in your relationship, uh, the common advice is sort of like, well, if you want this thing that, you know, if you want to be loved and cherished more, right? So let's say you're not in a relationship and you're yearning for someone um, who can love and cherish you. Or maybe you're in a relationship and you're yearning for someone, (laughs) the person that you're with to love and cherish you more. Yeah. Okay. In both cases, like it very quickly gets popped back at you. 
you know, well then love and cherish yourself. You know, if you're wanting someone to love and cherish you, start by loving and cherishing yourself more. And to some degree, that's a good piece of advice. Like I do believe that there's plenty of truth in it and um, that's the first step. But in other ways, it can very easily be like, almost like information to your inner self that it's not okay to want someone to love and cherish you. You know, like, oh, you want someone to love and cherish you? Just do it yourself. Just do it yourself. Get that handled by yourself. You know, you shouldn't need someone to love and cherish you. Like, if you want someone to love and cherish you, you do it. You do it. Just be completely independent of others. Be an army of one that just, like, handles it yourself. And I think that sometimes that's the way that we can hear it. We can hear it, like, that way and the other way, you know. Uh, But that's, like, part of our understanding of it. It kind of feels like, oh, gosh, now I feel... Um, lame or wimpy because I like wanted somebody to just and it, or we can even think like isn't it okay <laughs> like you tell me just to love and cherish myself but isn't it okay that I want somebody else to love and cherish me you know I mean I don't want to just love and cherish myself I want somebody else to and you know the answer is yeah sure it's okay but it's also not wrong that the first step is that you have to love and cherish yourself um, but the the small little ad that I heard somebody saying was that more specifically, you know, because you can't just be like, okay, here I am. I'm going to love and cherish myself. And we usually go about that by like getting ourselves a foot rub, doing stuff that we love, or by just reminding ourselves of all the great things about ourselves. Like, see, I'm so great in these ways. See, I'm so great in these ways. And, you know, we don't, what, what needs to happen is more specifically, If you are yearning for someone to love and cherish you more, then that very specifically is the part of yourself that you need to love and cherish and adore just the way you would like. That part, that needy part, that crying yearning part, you know, the part that actually needs another, that wants another, the small child that isn't okay with just loving itself, that's not okay to just be independent every single day, the small child that wants there to be an other, that wants some protection and wants the warmth of another physical body and wants to be loved and cherished and adored and lavished upon and treated like, you know, it's fine. I freaking see poetry in you anyway. (laughs) Um, That particular part is the part that needs to be treated like poetry. That's the part that needs to be treated like, you know, you adore it. That part. Not just you in general. Like you don't just get a foot bath and, you know, um, remind yourself all the great things about yourself because those aren't necessarily the parts that are struggling right at that moment. The part that is you know, wanting the loving and the adoring, like, all right, cool, love and adore that part that is in desire and yearning and sweetly kind of weeping (laughs) for this, you know, that's, you know, a little bit, let's say, gosh, I don't even want to use the word weak, but that's because people put a negative connotation on it. But it's like, yeah, that part, you know, the part that needs another person that's like can't do it all by itself, that wants to share the load. Like, love that part. 
adore that part. Um, cherish it and read it beautiful love poems, just like you want somebody to read you beautiful love poems, you know? And I think sometimes we think like, well, I want another person to love all the great things about me and to notice the great things about me. And so then we just notice all the great things about ourselves and think, ah, oh, well, why isn't this person here already? <laughs> but it's like, well, if we're being more honest about outside relationships, which then informs us on how to be more honest and more clear and more specific on how we're loving ourselves and the inside relationship, you know, if we're being more clear, we don't actually want to just be adored and lavished upon for good reasons. <laughs> like we actually want to be treated as an amazing work of art for no good reason, like not having to do with all of our wonderful attributes. I mean, sure, we want those noticed, yeah, but like really just for no good reason, <laughs> you know, like we want the being treated like poetry, being, you know, the subject of someone's love and devotion to be like not based on I mean, sure, to be based on our soul, but not on the facts or the attributes, you know, just on our soul, on our soul and all that it actually is, you know, including some of the quote unquote, I don't even believe in bad, you know, this uh, bad things, you know, like need, <laughs> you know, oh, this little part over here that is like dripping with lovey need. Yeah, cool. That part too, we treat it like poetry and, you know, for no good reason, we're devoted to it too. So like devote, be devoted to even the drippy, needy part of you as much as you are anything else. And then that, yeah, that's kind of the more specific first step, I guess, to, you know, having somebody else be able to do that for you. But even if it's not the first step, I, I believe it is. But it also goes a really long way to receiving the kind of love and devotion that you want. I mean, not to say that it's still not perfectly fine for you to want love and devotion from another person, because that is a different quality of energy coming to you from a different person. But man, it fills that cup more than you would think. You know, a lot of us are like, I do love myself, but it doesn't fill my cup. Well, okay, cool. But that's also because, you know, it would fill your cup a little more. It might not fill the whole thing because, you know, getting love from another person is still a thing in and of itself. But it would fill your cup more if you gave yourself the love and devotion that was actually more like the love and devotion that you want from another person, which is that treating you like a beautiful work of art and poetry for without some sort of linear reason, you know, just because your soul is a bunch of freaking beautiful poetry and art, you know? Um, and if you treated your soul like that for no particular reason, not about any particular thing, that any particular attribute, not in congratulations for a job well done. See, we usually do that self-love stuff where it's like you feel okay to pat yourself on the back because you gave yourself a job well done. And, you know, it's these wonderful attributes that everyone would agree are wonderful but like, no, I mean, even the stuff that's just like, because the soul is freaking a beautiful work of art. If you actually were devoted and believed that like, God, my soul is a beautiful work of art 
and like, ugh, I want to read poetry to it. It is poetry. You know, even that drippy part that needs another person. Like, how would that change things? I mean, I that that to me, that level of um, relationship or self-love with the self, like actually fills the cup up quite a bit more and actually puts you in a greater state of ease. So that was the one thing. The other self-love kind of topic that came up was in a conversation with someone and we were talking about the lack of self-love, like self-betrayal. And again, it was like a clarity point that was needed because it was sort of like if, if you can't trust yourself, how can other people trust you? Or if you disappoint yourself, then you'll disappoint others. Like these kind of axioms that we hear people spreading as like words of wisdom. And, you know, they, again, they're not wrong. They're totally not wrong. But there was some more specificity that really was needed because right away, I kind of heard him flipping the words around a little bit where he was like, if I can't be a person that other people would trust, or if I can't be a person that I would trust, then I can't be a person that other people would trust. And I was like, ooh, wait a minute, though. Just hang on. (laughs) I think we need to, like, add some more specificity here because he does spend a lot of time and energy trying to be a person that he could trust or a person that other people could trust, an entity. (laughs) You see, that kind of points to an exterior entity that you can show. And so he spends a lot of time like creating a persona that he hopes other people can trust or that he hopes he can trust, a persona that he's happy with, a persona that like meets the criteria. But to me, that's exactly where the little sneaky part that makes him feel like he's constantly running on a hamster wheel like kind of went in there. There's like some non-self-love in there that he keeps hitting directly. (laughs) And here's how it is. It's like actually there is a version of him, a him, that is not a persona. No one can see it. You know, I mean, when we're talking about self-love, we're not talking about the self that you present to others. That's a thing. That's a persona. We're talking about the self that lives within you in its raw form that you can't show to others. You can't show it. (laughs) I mean, you can try and we all make our best attempt, um, but the self that isn't seen by others, no one would ever know besides you, you know, because it's your relationship with yourself. This is where real self-love is. And if we haven't hit it all the way down to that level, then it's still kind of an issue or something that hasn't been done completely because there is a self, a relationship that you're having with yourself That relationship, that self-love resides at the level of totally invisible, totally invisible. No one sees it. No one sees that self or that persona. That's not the self we're talking about. Um, That's why in the previous example, like attributes, like, oh, don't you love this about me? This, you know, particular brand of intelligence that I have? Or, I mean, it's beautiful, but it's like, that's still 
the self that can be seen and shown and made into a persona. And, you know, there's an invisible one that's like inside of you that no one could ever see or name. And this guy in particular, it's like he might have cleaned up the area that other people see, but like that him, the self inside of him that no one sees when no one is looking that self still disappoints and lets him down dramatically, especially because no one's looking. When no one's looking, that self inside of him feels more at liberty to just absolutely betray and abandon him. He can't trust that self all the time, you know, because it might be something really simple, like, you know, that when no one's looking, you do eat total crap food that you totally don't want to do and betray your own standards and your own whatever. But you know, that'll happen to everybody every now and then. And the important thing isn't that like, it should never happen. Like it will, just like in relationships with people. I mean, this is where the metaphor comes in. Like, it's not as though you are never disappointed by your friends. No. And it's not as though you never, you know, kind of feel betrayed by them. Nope. Those things will happen. But if they happen really frequently, that equates to no trust. You know, if it happens more often than not, I mean, they can happen every now and then, but they also need repair. And the same goes for the self. If you do let yourself down on a small thing, like you have to pay attention to it and repair it. You can't just sweep it under the rug, just like you can't do it with people. You can't do that. It doesn't work. I mean, you know, you guys might be able to pretend that it was fine and it's been all cleared and swept under the rug, but like it doesn't really happen like that. You do have to pay attention to a betrayal or uh, a disappointment. You have to speak up about it. The other person has to answer to it. You guys have to make an attempt to repair. That will allow the trust to stay in place. Um, but yeah, if you've got a friend that's doing that to you semi-regularly, it's a wreck. I mean, the, the trust isn't there. That's not a good relationship. It's a bomb waiting to explode. And the same goes for you and yourself. You and yourself, if yourself constantly lets you down, constantly abandons you or frequently abandons you and yeah, lets you down, disappoints you, breaks the trust, uh, then my gosh, you know, you can't be in a state of self-love because you don't trust yourself. You can't trust yourself, especially that self when nobody's watching. I think that was the thing that really helped like, oh, you know, because here this person is thinking like, I'm doing the self-love. I'm improving my life. I'm making sure to read personal growth stuff. I'm making changes in these different areas of my life. Um, but there's still that thing where it's like, okay, no matter what it is, if it's like, I really want to, whatever, become a, whatever, soccer coach. <laughs> like I'm just pulling out something really, you know, but it's like, gosh, if you, but then you can't trust yourself to, try anything with that take any action on that or you know if you say i don't really 
like those type of people or those people aren't serving me well or I want to, you know, these are my values and these are my standards and these are my ethics. But, you know, you constantly abandon yourself and in the moment when somebody's like speaking about that in a conversation, you don't answer back um, according to your values. You abandon yourself or you just kind of don't rock the boat and let them kind of walk all over the situation, Um, even if it's not a very aggressive situation at all, even if it's just like, you know, gosh, I never stand up and tell that relative of mine that I don't, that's not how I believe. Or, you know, I abandon myself and accept the attention of males that I don't even like. I don't even, you know, it's like, I think that guy's a total creepy jerk. But, and he's not the standard of person that I would want in my life. But, you know, I abandon myself and accept attention from him anyway because it's the only attention that I feel like I might be able to get or it's just like looks good in the moment, just like that nasty food that, you know, doesn't meet your standard either. Um, But you abandon yourself and let it happen anyway or don't go for the thing that you – don't actually take real action on the things that you say you will do. If you tell yourself you're going to do something, how much can you trust that you will? Especially if no one is looking and no one will ever know besides you whether you do or don't. Can you trust yourself to do what you've told yourself you will do in that case, whatever it is, like whatever that might be, big, little, huge, like having to do with your life's purpose or teeny having to do with like, you know, cleaning your house, like just can you trust yourself? And, you know, if your answer is like, no, God, I fucking totally (laughs) don't do what I say I'm going to do to myself, especially because nobody's looking and I didn't make that promise to other people and I'm not letting them down. I'm just letting myself down. So whatever, who cares? Like, whoa, you know, though, that's a real breach. That also will affect how other people can trust you and letting other people down. Even if you don't see exactly how, it definitely will because ultimately, you know, only a person who... Like the only thing that we're guaranteed and the only thing that's really for sure is you and your relationship with you. I mean, another person, even though it's great to have the love of another person, it's never guaranteed and it's never 100% there. But your relationship with yourself, you and you is all you've got, you know? And so if that relationship is one where you can really trust yourself and uh, you don't let yourself down all the time, you know, it happens, of course, but then you make the effort to repair and, you know, but like you have a relationship of trust with yourself and you're getting better at that every day. You trust yourself more and more each day and you don't abandon yourself, especially when no one's looking because that's when it's just you and you. That's when you're really in your relationship with self-love. It's not when you're like self is the persona that other people can see. Um, Anyway, and it's like, well, if you've gotten to that place, that rock solid being, that stability, that security, that self-love, that's the thing that is wildly interesting and fascinating and beneficial and nourishing to other people. 
that's who I want to be friends with, right? I mean, that's who I want to lean on. That's who I want to have as a teammate. That's who I want to trust. I want to trust someone who trusts the hell out of themselves. And that is the only definition of who I want to trust, you know? Yeah. So of course, they like lead to each other one to one, you know, when you can trust yourself. Anyway, and it was just really an interesting point to make about self-love because it was just a small distinction that I think, um, yeah, plays into some distinctions that we have to make in our relationships with other people. But it made a big difference. Um, It was like, oh, oh, no wonder. Yeah. (laughs) Even though I'm getting, uh, he was, uh, let's put it this way, improving the self. He has been on a mission to improve the self. And even though he has been making some great strides in improving himself, that is still the self that is the persona that others can see and all those improvements are there and they're great but it hasn't gotten rid of all the issue because there's that whole thing going on when no one's looking and like can you trust that guy um when no one will ever know like when no one will ever know do you come through for yourself or do you let it drop you know you know and that yeah that's like real self-love that's self-love that, <laughs> that level. Only when we're dropped down to that level, that's the self-love. So anyway, those were just like two, two things came up similar to each other, I thought, and definitely playing on this metaphor of relationships to other people that we all talk about and fixate on and experience and know so well, like we know exactly what relationship with other people we want, you know, but we don't see how that is just 100% reflection that informs us exactly of the amazing shit that can happen in the relationship with yourself. The amazing shit that is the foundation that you should be starting with first um, with yourself. You know, it fills the cup more than you would think. It really does. And then, yes, you can want the other stuff too, but it's so much easier to get too, you know. And I mean, I also chuckle when I say this because I am actually not in a partnership. And I mean, I own that right away. So it's like, I don't know. I can't say like for sure it gets you all the w- relationships of your wildest dreams, but I am saying that it fills my cup once I've like gotten into that level of self uh, relationship. It fills my cup a lot and I am not bullshitting you know that's not just me like trying to placate myself but like it really fills my cup a lot to have this friendship um, with myself and to really trust the hell out of myself I mean it I came about that trust in myself like through some hard knocks basically like having to because I was there was no one else there for me but it was like this beautiful outcome where it's like damn I really trust myself I can do anything you know like yeah, I can, I can do anything. Who knows how I'll manage to do it? But like really, when push comes to shove, as long as I stay true to myself or I stay, and true to myself means simply that. That's where that little, you know, adage comes from. Uh, it just means not betraying yourself, showing up and being trustable even when no one's looking. You're going to do what you're saying you're going to do with yourself, (laughs) like only between you and the silence inside of you, you know, that level. So anyway, I can at least speak to the fact that it has, yeah, filled my cup greatly and is like this totally different place of security to operate from. Thank you so much for listening. 
I've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that I can. I find it brings connection back. It enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.